What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. It's Wednesday, May 13th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is your daily coronavirus update. According to the latest Axios-Ipsos poll, in a best-case scenario, only half of Americans would be willing to participate in a voluntary contact tracing program. Widely seen as one of the key elements to reopen the country, A distrust of the government and big tech companies drives the sentiment not to release sensitive personal data. Margaret Taleb, politics and White House editor at Axios, joins us for how people feel about getting back to normal. Thanks for joining us, Margaret. It's great to be with you. We've been talking a lot about what it's going to take for states to reopen effectively and safely and get everybody back to work. One of the things that everybody kind of agrees on is this whole notion that we need a robust system of contact tracing. And in the latest Axios-Ipsos poll that you guys have conducted, it doesn't look too good for contact tracing. There's a lot of people that aren't really willing to opt in to a program, especially if it's run by the federal government. Margaret, tell us a little bit more about this, please. Yeah, we're doing this weekly poll where we're gauging uh, Americans' experience with the coronavirus and trying to get to behavior now and behavior going forward. And we did try to get to this question, like, how likely would you be to participate in contact tracing if it involved cell phone technology and if it was voluntary? And the results were really striking. Like, the highest support under any scenario that existed would be if public health officials, including the CDC, 
ran this. Okay. But even then, it was only 51% saying that they would be likely to do it. So that's like one out of two people in the best case scenario. And when you ask, well, what if a tech company was the face of this program? Or what if your cell phone company or the federal government was the face of this program? The support for that was much lower, somewhere around a third or even below a third in the case of the federal government. So like, on the one hand, you can say, well, it's not going to be a cell phone company that's going to be running this program. It's not going to be the White House that's going to be running this program. But even if it is public health officials, even if that's how people perceive this to be, you still have a very steep yeah. hurdle to convince people that it's in their interest to participate in this. And it seems to be a general mistrust of how the information would be used. There's mistrust of the administration. There's mistrust of tech companies. And there's just that libertarian streak that kind of comes with the American way. Like, I don't have to give you my information right. about where I am and that sort of thing. And it's tough because as the time has been going by and you're hearing stories about, oh, this so-and-so was working on a contact tracing app, things like that. It's been a big tech company. It's been a company doing it for their own employees. It's been all of these different things that people just don't really trust. And everybody wants it, at least on the local level, something that they know maybe their local officials can handle. But yeah, as you mentioned, just big distrust of the government overall on this. You guys got a lot of different findings from this as well about how people feel about returning to work, travel, things like that. Fill us in on some of those numbers. This is a really interesting dichotomy because on the one hand, you still continue to see the infection rate climb, the death toll climb in the United States. And you even see like at the White House where people are tested constantly because they could have exposure to the president or the vice president. Even inside the White House, you've seen top officials make the decision to self-quarantine because there have been infections that are pretty close to the Oval Office. And so in the face of all that, which shows we're not out of the woods yet, even the president and people close to the president can be exposed to the risk here. Even in the face of all that, you just see people kind of getting sick of being cooped up at home. And so you're seeing a real softening in some of these behavioral changes. You're seeing the percentage of people describing themselves as self-quarantining going down and most people, like overwhelmingly, nine out of 10 people still say they're social distancing. But what does that mean? We're seeing a real softening in the number of people who are willing to visit close friends or relatives. They, they'll say, well, I'm socially distancing, but you know, not with my sister right, or exactly. my running partner. Right. Well, that's the uh, whole that's the and, whole notion of, uh, uh, you know, you've heard it out there, the bubbles, the people that are close enough to you that you feel comfortable being around them. And you just kind of hope that they're also practicing that social distancing, I guess, except for you. And from your guys' poll, there was 32% of people said they visited family or friends in the past week. Speaking to what you're saying, people are ready to start opening their lives back up. They're tired of being cooped up. People are trying to figure out how to measure risk and how to balance kind of risk reward. You know, we asked another really interesting question, which is how risky would it be to go back to your pre-coronavirus life? but also how risky would it be to go back to your normal way of working? And so one is a much broader question, which is like, would you go to concerts again? Would you go to restaurants again? Going back to work, there's you know more of a fence around that. You know where the place of work is. In general, you know how many people you'd be around. We got really like different answers. So two-thirds say it would be like a major risk, a large risk, or at least a moderate risk to go to try to go back to their pre-coronavirus lives. And then within that group, 
less than a third said they would be willing to take that risk right now. Okay. But then you ask the smaller question, like, what if you could just go back to work the way work used to be? Your normal workplace or the job that you temporarily don't have right now? How risky would that be? Four in 10 think that that would be really not that much of a risk at all. So that's a lot of people who are ready to go back to work. They either don't think it's dangerous or they're like, okay, it's kind of dangerous, but I'm willing to take that risk, even if I'm not really willing to go back to life. So you see, again, it's not like a runaway train. It's not like people are done with it and saying, forget about it. I'm just going to go back to life as normal. But, but they're but there is a clear slide in that direction. Even the number of people who are afraid to get on an airplane, we've seen it so often a lot over the course of the last month. 73% thought it was a major risk a month ago. 63% think it's a major risk now. So um, we're watching these numbers as they change week by week, but they're on a pretty clear trajectory. A few weeks ago, there was a real peak of fear, maybe four weeks ago. And now we're seeing people kind of trying to figure out how to test the waters. Margaret Talev. Politics and White House editor at Axios. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been your daily coronavirus update. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday to Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.